Praise the Lord, man. Welcome back to Growing in His Word, man. <laughs> I'm Pastor Joseph, and wow, what a blessing last week was. I had surgery, man, and I had cancer, and God healed it, you know, through a doctor. That's my radical uh, statement, is if you have cancer, go see a doctor, because Jesus likes to use those guys, too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Listen, welcome back to Growing in His Word, man. Last week, we were talking about sexual immorality. We were talking about the second death, and we were talking about us being winners in Christ, and how the compromising church in Pergamos were compromising, and the Lord Jesus was talking about how uh, Satan dwells in the non-believers, and also some believers can be used, but we were talking about the corrupt church, and we were talking about how it relates today. And we also talked about this similar seduction that was taking place in the church of Pergamos, especially in regard to idols and sexual immorality. And we and I asked you to go to Acts chapter 15, verse 20, read that. But listen, today we're in the book of Revelation chapter 3. We left off last week where he talks about in verse 27, and he said, he shall rule them with a rod of irons, and they shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessel, as I also have received from my father, I will give him the morning star. Wow, the morning star. Woo, Father God, Lord, we thank you, Jesus, for your morning star, for you, Lord. Wow, we thank you, Jesus, for what you've done on the cross for us, Lord. And we pray that you uh, take this podcast to another level this morning. Lead, Father, by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome back to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys. Listen, man, the morning star, it, the stars were the ministers, but uh, not today, man. The morning star today is Christ Himself. And for the overcoming believer, Jesus Christ is present, is light in this dark, difficult, nasty world that we're living in. Listen, the the... the it's, this is reflecting the beautiful God, Jesus, that we have. Amen? Amen. Wow. Amazing. And so verse 29 says, listen, he says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. You see, the seven, church, the seven spirits are the, uh, uh, it's not seven spirits, but it's, it's the Holy Spirit that he's talking about. We're going to get into that in a minute in, in, in chapter 3, but... I want to tell you that Jesus Christ is in love with you and we're going to get into the Revelation chapter 3 and we're going to talk about Sardis, the church of Sardis. Sardis was a big city. It was a huge city like Mosada in Israel and it had a narrow way. It was, it was way up in the hill and they were... They thought that they were they were they were they were all that and no one can touch them. They had everything they needed, man. They were they were wealthy city. Sardis was the capital of Lydia. And Sardis was conquered two times because the guards fell asleep. They were sleeping. And so we're in chapter three. And to the angel of the church in Sardis, right? These things says, he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, I know your works, that you 
may have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect before God. And remember, therefore, how you have received and heard, hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief. Isn't that funny? Because Sardis was the church of Sardis was on fire, but they didn't finish what they started. They they abandoned their ways of, in Christ, and they they didn't finish the race. They some of them kept the faith, okay, but they were a dead church, and they were instructed to repent, strengthen what remained, because the promise was Jesus Christ would be faithful to them, and and they would be honored and clothed in white garments. And we're gonna get into that, man. I'm excited, man. Aren't you excited? Listen, man. Listen, believer, I'm going to tell you something, man. Sardis was sleeping on the job. And Jesus doesn't want us sleeping. He wants us up. He wants us alive. People, people, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Some of these pastors, and I love you guys, but, man, you got you to you you step it up, man. I mean, turn it up a few notches. I love you, man, but crank it up. Man, wow. Or is it just me? I mean, I'm not even... I just, man, wow, I'm amazed. But anyways, listen, they were sleeping. And God was saying, look, be watchful. The rapture's coming. Be ready. Listen, be watchful. Be ready. Listen to what the Bible says, man, because it talks about that in the end. Jesus is going to come back, man, when you're least expecting. <laughs> Some people think they can play games with God all day, man. I've seen it. You know, read the book, of, read the read the chapter in Matthew, man, uh, twenty-four, verse forty-five, where the faithful servant and the evil servant. Listen, listen to verse forty-five in, in Matthew, chapter twenty-four, verse forty-five. It says, "Who then is faithful and wise servant, who his master made ruler over his household to give them food? Listen to this in due season. Blessed is the servant." Who is his, who blesses the servant who is master when he comes will find so doing. Surely I say to you that he will make him a ruler of all his good his goods. But if that evil servant says in his heart, My master is delaying is delaying his coming, and begins to beat his fellow servant and to eat and drink with the drunkards, the master of the servant will come on that day when he's not looking for him. And at that hour he that he is not aware of and will cut him into two and appoint him uh, the, his portion with the hypocrites and there shall be weeping and gnashing in the teeth. Believers, there are people out there who pretend to be believers and they're playing games and no one knows the hour when Jesus is coming. It says it, two men will be in one field, one will be taken, the other will be left. The rapture. Two women will be gathering at the mill. One will be taken and the other one will be left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what the Lord, what, how you do not know what hour the Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, 
he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into, you see? Therefore, you also be ready for the Son of Man is coming in the hour you do not expect. Believers, if you're trying to fool God, you're not going to fool him. Non-believers, listen, God's coming. And he says it, they'll be gnashing in the teeth. Oh, but I don't want to hear that. Listen, I'm not going to sit here today and say that there is no hell. There is a hell. And we believers, Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 5, to walk in love, but the but the awesome part is, is he wants us. It says in, in in Ephesians chapter five, it says therefore to be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given Himself for us an offering sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. But he says here, listen to this, man. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you this. Listen. It says in Revelation here that it will come as a thick as you as a thief. And, will, and he says, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. And verse 4 says, you have a few names. Listen, you have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments. So there's going to be those few people that are left, which is the church of Philadelphia. Those are the ones who will be, uh, those, those church of Philly is today. Those are the pastors that teach the word of God verse by verse, not the tickle my Elmo message. Oh, praise the Lord. You need, you have any money? Send me your money. Let me send you this prayer cloth that Jesus had. He, he touched his face when he was sweaty as a carpenter. So we'll send that to you for 20 bucks. Those are the ones that are not right, man. Those are the ones that are the corrupt, that are, those are the corrupt church, man. Those are the, that's the corrupt church. They want to make a business deal out of God's home. Jesus says, no, it's not going to happen, man. But there will be, verse 5, it says in Revelation chapter uh, 3, he, will, he says here, you know, there are going to be a few people that are going to be remained in the, in the church of Philly, and that's today. Listen. It says here, it says, he who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Listen, he's not messing around, man. I mean, he's, he's, he's waking everybody up. It, it's real. Listen. Ephesians chapter 5 says to walk in love, but Paul also said in verse 3, but fornication and all uncleanness or covetness, let it not be named among you as it's fitting for saints. I don't want to hear this, pastor. Amen. I never wanted to hear it either, but <laughs> we all got to, we have to hear it. I mean, you could turn off the radio right now, but. You're still going to have to hear it on Judgment Day. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks for this. Listen, believers, for listen to this. For this, you know that no fornicator, unclean person, or covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let not one deceive you with empty words. For because these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them, but to walk in light. 
It's, it's true. It says you were once in darkness, but now you're in the light. Walk as children in the light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of the darkness. But rather expose them. For it is shameful to even speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest in life, therefore he says, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Jesus Christ is saying, walk away from your sinful life today. He's saying, stop. You don't got to live this way. I'll clothe you in white and I'll give you a new name. And I won't blot out your name. But there will be people blotted out because they're playing church. Because he says to walk in wisdom. Listen, Jesus wants us, listen to this, man. It's, Revelation is, is a love letter. And I'm reading this Ephesians because I'm trying to build you up also because it says, see then that you walk uh, circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. It's happening. Filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. And it says here in verse 7, the faithful church and to the angel of the church of Philadelphia, right? These things says, he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door. Wow. And no one knows and no one can shut it. Listen, and no one and no one can shut it. Listen, you ever had a door in life where you couldn't open it? Listen, this is what God's talking about. He's saying, don't try to close the doors that God closes. Don't try to open the doors that God opens. We want to do it our way so bad. Oh, Lord, I want that. I want, I need this. Oh, I, if I could only have this. Porsche. <laughs> Everybody would look at me. <laughs> Hey man, rich people can have it. If you work for it, it's yours. I'm not saying you don't deserve to have it. Whatever you worship, God doesn't want you to have. Turn off the pastor. I don't want to hear him anymore. My football game's coming on. You know, I had a guy one time I came to his house. He invited me over for a football game. I didn't even know it was going to be the Super Bowl, whatever you call it. I don't want sports. And he came over and he said, oh, you got to see this game, Pastor. Oh, God. It's just, whoa, whoa, I love it. I, oh, people were there eating popcorn. What you all can have at it. Wonderful. Entertain yourselves. Lovely. And I don't mind, you know, watching sports, uh, you know, myself. But when it becomes uh, to the point where, you know, it becomes their God, I kind of don't want to be around that, you know, I don't like to, uh, you know. Well, I just nicely told the guy, hey, do you think you're, can I ask you a question when the game was over? Do you think that you uh, love this family, uh, love this game more than your family? Because it, it seems that way to me. Your kids look like they, they hate you. <laughs> I mean, they, they want they want to spend time with you. I mean, not I didn't say it like that, but I was I was being nice about it. Oh, man, the guy, this guy went off on me, man. He got in his car, he drove out of his house, came back, his face was throbbing. I go, wow, over a football game, wow. Listen, believers, 
You know, God has a door for you. Listen, he'll shut it if he doesn't want you to have that job. He'll open it if he wants you to have that job. He'll do things for you because he loves you. He'll open doors and he'll close doors so that you're not stuck in a situation you can't get out of because he is faithful. He knows us. He closes jobs that you can't get and you get mad at God. Why did you do that, God? Well, because your boss was going to do this to you or you were going to do or you were going to have this problem or you, you know, this was out. You're going to get promoted somewhere else. God, God does this because he loves us and no one can shut it. Listen, for you have a little strength and have kept my word and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those a synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and that are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you because you have kept my commandment to preserve. Jesus loves Jews, Hispanics, Chinese, and put all the lists on there. There's no discrimination. Everybody and all people can come to Christ. He loves us all. It just happened to be the Jews at the time uh, getting blamed again. <laughs> People blame the Jews for everything, it seems like, don't they? And it's not fair. Israel is a beautiful Jewish state, and uh, I imagine Satan hates that also. But in the end, in the end, during the Great Tribulation, one day, uh, a, lot of, a lot of, I believe, a lot of the Jews will understand uh during the great tribulation uh you know which we'll get into now they'll come to the knowledge of jesus but until now we need to pray for everybody uh, i love jews and i love everybody god's good man but it says uh in verse 7 but my commandment in verse 10 because you have kept my commandment to preserve i will i will i also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Now he's talking about the great tribulation. This is the last three and a half years before Jesus comes with his church to establish God's kingdom on earth. And the world's going to be going through a bloodbath at this time. The great tribulation like never seen before. This is the future of what John is referring to. 2,000 years later, you can see what's going on with the modern-day weapons that we have. We have unidentified UFOs. They're unidentified objects, not with green aliens, but they're, you know, we have modern weapons. We can see it. And God said he's going to pour out his, his, his you know, his, his wrap of judgment, uh, his, his cup of judgment on the earth. In Revelation 14, but he's talking about, uh, you know, the great tribulation. And he says, behold, I'm coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God and the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on him my new name. You know, that's that's funny because it says here, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. You know, but God's going to spare those people that are in the end. 
They're not going to be burned or, or hurt or anything because God loves his church and he's coming for his church. And in the end, you know, the, it will be beautiful and marvelous that the Lord just collects his blessed. It's the blessed hope to Philly, man. He's going to spare us. We're going to be spared. See, a lot of people don't believe this. And they, they'll laugh at this sermon and go, ha, 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 the guy's on a good one, man. He's, he's smoking something funny, man. Talking about, you know, the Lord coming back and the rapture and all these, you know, these seven spirits, you know. And uh, this guy told me, what are you talking about seven spirits? There's only one Holy Spirit. I know that there's only one Holy Spirit. That's what I was trying to tell you. Listen, in Isaiah chapter 11, it says it. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of its roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, and the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord. Of course it's real. But then you take him to Sodom and Gomorrah, what happened? It happened. Or look at Noah. They were laughing at him. Look at the retard building the ark. Well, they laughed at him. While they laughed on him, it began to rain. It started to rain for 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights. Sardis was sleeping for 40 days and 40 nights. Are we sleeping? We can't be sleeping. We can't, we can't, you know, the angel's warning us not to sleep. It was a sleep. You don't want to sleep when the rapture happens. We have to be motivated, and we're motivated by Christ's love, man. Salvation is not past tense, it's presence. It's now. We gotta live in it, Paul said in Ephesians. We gotta walk in the love. Walk in the love, therefore, be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us, and has given us and has given himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. He didn't make us to go, ew, you stink, even though our sins stink. I mean, it's happening. Look around you. I mean, if you want the watered-down message, I mean, I'm not going to preach it. I'm going to preach verse by verse, chapter by chapter. I'm not doing no uh, itchy-ear message, man, because I love you guys. Listen, I love you guys so much to where I'm giving you verse by verse the Lord in me, and God gets the glory. Amen? I'm not here to point fingers. I have a day job. I'm not here to uh, ask for donations. In fact, many people won't put me on the radio because they won't touch donations. They can't make any money on me. I'm no good. See? (laughs) That's crazy. Matthew 24 says, Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, do you, do you not see all these things? And surely I say to you, not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. And now he sat on the Mount of Olives. Listen to this. I used to go to the Mount of Olives. And I used to look out and uh, sit there. On, I used to sit on the Mount of Olives all day. It's probably why I have cancer of the skin. <laughs> That's possible, man. Very possible. <laughs> 
And I always thought to myself, now as they sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples, not me, they came to him privately saying, tell us when these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and, and the end of the age. And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Well, we're looking like we're in Ukraine. <laughs> See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. That's where we're at. And there will be famines. Oh, there's your, uh, you know, uh, the uh, uh, the famine. <laughs> Pestilence and earthquakes in various places. I think a lot of people got their vaccines, didn't they? All these things are the beginning of the sorrows. These are the beginning of sorrows. We're here. Then they will deliver you up to the tribulation and kill you. And you'll be hated by all my all nations for my name's sakes. And then, listen, then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Listen, then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to the nations, and then the end will come. <laughs> How marvelous. Father, we thank you for this chapter, Lord. And Lord, we know that you're, you're coming, Father. And, and Lord, we know that as we talk about your lukewarm church next week, Father, we uh, want to say thank you, Jesus, for what you've done on the cross for our sins. Lord, we know that you're in control. And so as we uh, lift your name up, Father, we just pray for uh, all the non-believers, Lord, in this world. We pray for the uh, people who are hurting. And Lord, we pray for the churches that are dead. Lord, we pray for the churches that are dead and confused. We pray for the churches that are, that are not right with you, Lord. Lord, we pray for the corrupt church. Father, we pray for the compromising church and we pray for the dead church. Lord, we know, Father, that you know who they are. But Lord, help us to be more holy. And we know that you are, Father. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. And listen, man, it's, it's, it's Christ in us that wins believers. We don't have to sit and sin. We can choose to love one another like Christ loved us and to keep going and be loving God loves us, man. This isn't no turn and burn message. This is straight. Jesus loves you and he's got a plan for you, man. He really does. But we have to make that choice and understand that we can't play God because playing God is not the way to be. Sardis was a dead church. It was, Sardis was a dead church and they, you know, they were sleeping Let's not sleep, man. Let's let's keep falling in love with Jesus, man. Let's let's continue to bless others. Let's let's be like Jesus. Let's let's become more holier and let's become like the Lord Jesus and and put on Christ and be loving. Man, God loves you guys with an everlasting love. And I just wanted to give you that this update, you know, on my cancer. That's another reason why uh, I cut it short today. So you know, the cancer is gone and they, they removed my cancer and God blessed me uh, 
they took the cancer off my head and it was a very big surgery, four hour surgery, and they removed the cancer and God blessed me and he could have uh, allowed me to go uh, and heal me completely, but now I'm a cancer survivor and uh, praise Jesus. I thank you for that, Lord. And all you believers out there who are praying for me, I want to say thank you. Thank you for praying for me. Uh, your prayers really meant a lot to me. God bless you guys, man. I really, I really thank you for this. And remember, if you guys got some spot on your body, on your skin anywhere, go see a doctor, man, because Jesus can use these doctors. <laughs> Make sure they're MDs <laughs> or DOs <laughs> or licensed. But yeah, man, what a blessing, you guys. Uh, I want to give a little props to uh, uh, Peru, and thanks for prayers. Uh, Mexico City, thank you guys for your prayers. Oh, wow. Believe it or not, Turkey, thanks for your prayers. And uh, yeah, I know, it's amazing, man. It's, everyone's praying. It's, you guys prayed for me, man. And uh, everybody out there in El Salvador, and uh, thank you, man, for your prayers. The Philippines, oh, we love you guys. George in the Philippines, man. We love you guys. Hey, man. God bless you guys. God bless the world, man. And you know what, man? I can go on and name states and countries, but <laughs> the list is too big. <laughs> Thank you for your prayers, man. God healed me. And what an amazing, radical day. Thank you for growing in His Word. And God bless you guys, man. What an awesome time. And, and I love you guys. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. And my family says thank you for your beautiful, radical prayers. Next week, we're going to get into the lukewarm church, and we're going to talk about where the angel of the church, uh, of the Laodiceans, <laughs> it's going to be radical, man. God bless you guys, and, and once again, thank you for your prayers.